0: what's going on everybody this is dr chris featherstone here for yet another episode of Leeds in the Raw. ladies and gentlemen, listen let me tell you something wwe raw for a number of years for about 10 years has been undoubtedly unquestionably the best thing going on every single week would you agree vince russo <laughs> <laughs> ah nice nice follow up <laughs> nice oh, <laughs> right, let me give you your key back
1: <laughs> oh, thank you Chris. Oh, thank you man. Now I could talk, bro man this, like bro like i'm I'm watching this show between the key and the not talking and, and orton playing along with that bro and then whatever that was at the end like bro I, I I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm like bro this is such a rib like th- yeah. this is the biggest rib on the viewer like this this is a rib you yeah. know the, the uh my, bro I I wish I had a um I wish I had a stopwatch for the um uh packages mm-hmm. oh my god Chris um, bro, do you know if we really broke down dollars and cents? Do you know what USA Network is paying them to replay all those packs? Do you know how many tens of thousands of dollars, bro, of wasted time yeah. just playing packages? Bro, if I was the USA Network, I would simply say, you know what, bro? Bro, because I know this for a fact the USA contract, in that contract, they get original content. Packages is not original content. We saw that already. It's not original content. If I was USA Network, who needs to grow a set, they really do. I would go to them, Chris, and say, you know what? You're you're allotted this much time for packages and replaying content that we've already seen a million times before. Because our contract states, you have to give us original content. Replaying yep. packages to death is not original content. But you know whose fault it is, bro? It is. It is the network's fault. They need to grow a set and somebody needs to approach Vince McMahon and basically say, are you kidding us with this show?
0: Yeah. hundred percent, man. Is it to the point Vince where, and, and you, you worked <clears throat> there when there was with USA, how close to the product based on your time, 20 years ago, how close was the product? to um the actual raw show as far as wanting to know the metrics wanting to know the segment break you know uh segment uh breakdown wanting to know the numbers how close were the executives with uh, Vince McMahon,
1: the well, bro, I will tell you this. Bonnie Hammer would show up at TV, not every TV, but Bonnie Hammer, bro. I had so much respect for this woman. She was to me a female Vince McMahon at the time. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant woman. And she gave us the freedom to do whatever we wanted to do. The only thing Bonnie really asked Chris was bro, if you guys are going to do anything where you think our phone is going to ring off the hook on Tuesday morning, you need to give us a heads up. Mm. That that is the only thing Bonnie would say. But Chris, the difference is, I'm just going to tell you as far as me and Ed Ferrara go, bro, we respected our audience. We respected the Mm -hmm. audience we would not give them this ridiculous garbage because we respected them ed and i really felt like if you are going to give us your time yeah we are going to make your time worthwhile and entertaining we respected the audience bro
0: well i mean every episodic television writer should respect the audience God. because they should respect their job you know I mean, in order to keep their job like it's gotten to the point where the jobs are so secure in the wwe that they literally can do whatever they want and they have no fear of losing their job because whatever they hand the product whatever they hand us they expect us to just eat from the table, you know what I mean? And it's just they're not expecting anybody to leave the table. Everybody's just going to feast on this, and we're like, man, what is this crap? You know, what I mean, this is just a bunch of crap that we're eating here. And I think at the end of the day, like you say, every week, it really boils down to this fence. It really boils down to we're collecting the check. We don't have any fire up our butts like you know it was during the minor wars, during it was with Nitro, and or on top of that you can also see why smackdown has uh, a lot more investment in it because it's a new relationship with fox and they don't they they don't have as much leverage as they do with usa they have total i mean they're the flagship show of usa usa doesn't really have a, a very strong selection of content other than the episodic television show overall right if, if uh, according to usa you, you, you correct me if i'm wrong you work with them according to usa right now in 2021 with their selection of shows if raw left they feel for some reason it seems like they're going to l- lose a bunch of their audience when in turn they're only getting two million people a week i I
1: I, I, I I think those days are over chris yeah. i i really do i think bro listen the bonnie hammer was a strong-willed woman Mm -hmm. she went toe-to-toe with vince mcmahon vince mcmahon knew he was not gonna push bonnie hammer around okay well you know bro bonnie hammer is not the person overseeing raw any anymore she went on to bigger and better things so bro whoever that liaison is um bro I'm just gonna put it as simple as this: whoever that li- li- liaison is, whoever is w- responsible for RAW, at the end of the day, they're afraid of Vince McMahon. It, it's that here. simple. They're intimidated by Vince McMahon, bro. I, I, I'm, I'm to the point, Chris, of believing that if RAW replayed tonight's show next week, I don't know if USA Network would say anything. I, I think they would be too afraid. Uh, Vince. Uh wasn't that last week's show? Well, i i think they would be to tw- and i think well, why why doesn't wwe try that shut up pal play the show <laughs> yeah, Just forget forget the packet bro the packages are half the show anyway we yeah, yeah, yeah. play the whole show yeah. and see if usa network says anything
0: <laughs> that would be quite interesting uh we got a, a number one contender tag team battle royal events and we got the Viking Raiders to win the number one contender battle royal. And somehow we had Lince Dorado talking to little Jimmy and then we had John Morrison by himself. And so I thought in my head, I I looked at this and I said, so if John Morrison won the match, does he get to pick a special person, and is or does the Miz like will himself out to the corner, and John Morrison just competes against the whole match? Like, wh- what's the believability, Vince and John Morrison being in the match here?
1: I, I, I Chris, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm first of all, again, we're, we're talking about the opening of <laughs> RAW. Yeah. Okay, so give give me this. T- and, bro, he, here's the funny caveat with this, bro. They don't even tell you when the winner of the match will get a title shot. That's someone right. down the road.
0: And then two months later,
1: yeah. ladies and gentlemen, coming up on next Raw, our number one contender yeah, championship. And, and it will be the main event. It w- right. will be the main event, bro. You're right. But, like this again is what you're setting the tone of the entire show with and like right now bro, i got i got you know i got the nuggets and the sun's on on the tv and and this is the tone of the show like if i see the first two minutes of this i'm not saying bro screw this let me just go watch the nba like who's sticking around watching this match
0: yeah (laughs) it's and even before that i mean you're you're you keep track of the segments i I was going to keep track of this segment just because but before the match aj styles and Omos come, come out when they're already in the ring and aj just cut a promo about everybody and i'm like i mean who's supposed to stick around for this i i just i didn't get i was thinking in my head Like you really have the nba finals on right now and you're going to stick around to hear aj styles try to roast everybody in the ring over
1: every every
0: other option you have to do with life
1: chris he listen i'm going to say i never tell people to stop watching anything and i'm going to continue to tell people to not stop watching but but i've got to ask the question like seriously like what what is wrong with you people watching raw this is what I'm going to equate it to, Chris. I'm going to go back to your Buckeyes. Mm-hmm. Okay, bro. The the Buckeyes. How, what's a regular season again? Twelve games. Twelve games. Yeah. Okay, bro. Twelve. I'm going to be generous and say five years. For the last five years, the Buckeyes go two and ten every year, oh. and and don't do anything to try to improve the team. Same no, coach. Bro, same coach, same players, nothing is done to improve the team. You know why? Because they know they're going to fill that arena for every game. Bro, that's the equivalent of you watching Raw. Yeah. This has been a horrible show for years yep. and they're not doing anything to try to make it better yep. but yet you continue to watch. Chris, yep. I swear to God, I'm a big Giants fan. Bro, if they if they blow like two games in a row, I'll take a game off. Like I will take. Like I, I, I'm like okay. You, you don't deserve to have me watch the next game. Straighten <laughs> up your act, and I'll come back. Literally after two bad games,
0: I'll do that, bro. And as a Buckeyes fan, you know we, we are supposed to be the best franchise in the Big Ten every year. Yes, I mean that that is that is an expectation. Yes, and if Ryan Day goes two and ten for two years in a row. Fans are going to say off with his head. I mean, right. there's there's no way that Gene Smith or AD or athletic director, there's no way that Gene Smith will allow Ryan Day to stay at one of the greatest franchises of college football history. Right. right. Two years in a row for two and ten. He's gone. Right. He's absolutely gone. Absolutely. Yep. So yep. Yeah, there's there's no way. And the expectation should be that with with Raw. I mean, you should look at the product and you should say look what adjustments are we going to make here this product is lousy and there's no way in the world like for instance if i if i own my own you know multi million dollar business and i'm the ceo of it and i have a team that presents me a product over the last 15 years that has lost customers mm-hmm. incrementally every single year, that's on me, that <laughs> I'm responsible for that because I should be the one as the CEO making the adjustments to say, wait a minute, something's going wrong here. We're losing customers here. And that's exactly what WWE has done. Over the years, they continue to lose customers to the fact that a third hour last week was one of it was abysmal you could uh, you you get a hair over a million views of of a third hour of raw compared to 97 98 99 you're reaching six seven million viewers and i'm like okay so are you not realizing this here as far as you're losing viewers and you're still okay with the product you're delivering it needs to be a major overhaul and as vince mcmahon the ceo I would be embarrassed to see it. It's a, it's a- so yeah. look at those numbers. Well, Chris, that's out the, of pride, Vince, out of pride it. alone.
1: That's <laughs> it, right there, Chris. Because with Nick Khan and them making all these deals and them selling product to people who who think they're still getting Austin and Stone right. Cold and the Undertaker, that, that's what these people and Ogden, That's yeah. what these people believe. So yes, bro, I understand that. I understand you don't need to improve anything to to sweeten that number for stock stockholders I understand that I get that but it's exactly what you said Chris your name is on this yeah. Vince McMahon at the end of this day wh- whatever happened at the end of that show whatever I was watching here's what I know your name is on that bro 100%. and, and I'm, I'm laughing at you I'm, I'm yeah. sitting here I'm laughing at you I'm laughing at Pritchard I'm laughing at anybody involved with that show yeah. Your name, it that is a reflection of Vince McMahon, bro. Yeah. And, and if yeah. you th- if you think it's funny and you're laughing at us to, c- continuing to watch this, bro, I, I got news for you. Those with a brain are laughing at you. Yeah. And if anybody, if anybody built their reputation on pride, it was Vince McMahon. That's mm-hmm. gone. The reputation is gone. I don't care how much money Nick Khan makes you, this this is a laughing stock.
0: Yeah, 100%. And I'm gonna uh, encourage the listeners to only continue to watch Raw to make us look good at what we do because we're continuing to get record numbers. I'm looking right now. So there is a large group of people, Vince, (laughs) that is watching raw ready for the sole purpose ready to hear what we have to say about it so for those watching raw just to hear our critiques keep going but uh for those who uh have the the joy and fun of watching raw um uh, i wouldn't hold my breath on that because uh it's been long gone since that's happened uh proof uh we get another b-roll charlotte flair uh backstage we get adam pierce and Shire Deville seemingly cyan devils a baby face now she was aligning with charlotte now she's not aligning with charlotte she comes in and thinks that and charlotte thinks that we are <clears throat> that there's a conspiracy going on and the rhea ripley comes in and i'll you know here's my thing i i saw this segment and first of all i'm like i'm not i'm not buying it i'm, not, I'm just really not invested in this in this angle and it's something that you continue to, to to have every single week there's two hills i'm, I'm just not involved i'm just not invested again i was really invested in rhea ripley but i'm sorry there's just there's just intangibles about her that's just missing to me and i don't see i mean unless they just have uh rhea ripley beat charlotte to i guess put her over I just really don't see who's going
1: to get over here in this feud. I'm just, I'm just trying to figure out the mystery of must up here, comb back here. Must, I was thinking the same. I'm going to bust it up for the interviews, <laughs> but then when I go out, I'm going to slick back. <laughs> and then when the match I'm going to muss it up oh that's i don't even know what you're talking about chris because this is what i'm fixated on this is bro listen i I, that too. I i listen you and i both agree on this and we will never ever waver off this these guys and gals bust their heinies in the ring no doubt about it bro no doubt i will never ever question them on that yep. But it's like, man, every time I don't know if that Ripley is is, it's because she's so tall and there's a presence there. I don't know what it is, but every match of hers I see, I don't believe it. Mm. i i see her talking to her opponents i see her stopping and getting in place i just i there's no flow like you know, when, when i'm when i'm talking to you about this chris I, like i i don't know why but i'm uh, immediately coming into my mind is like a gail kim mm. Gail Kim, like it's like you Gail Kim could roll out of bed and it's boom, boom, like boom, boom. And bro, and she was in there with Kong. She mm-hmm. was in there with a big woman, and with Kong, it was like, bro, boom, it was so sharp and yeah. crisp and smooth. Maybe smooth yeah. is the word. Yeah. Rhea Ripley is just very, very clunky. Yeah. And bro, I think a lot of this has to do with, I think they have stripped this girl of all confidence. Mm. I think, bro, when this woman is in the ring, I think she is overthinking everything. Mm. It look, when you watch her work, bro, it comes across like she's afraid to make a mistake. Yeah. It, it's almost like, bro, when if you if you if you're a batter and you're in there against Jacob Degrom you're not thinking of getting a hit you're thinking of I don't want to strike out I I, I don't want to strike out you're not you're not thinking of as I'm gonna I'm gonna hit a home run off this guy yeah, you're yeah. thinking that's what comes across yeah. with her to me and yeah. you know bro and and if that's the truth bro there comes a point where you got to say something. You know, yeah. bro, I was able, I exchanged DMs with uh, Buddy Murphy this week. Mm-hmm. And I said to Buddy Murphy what I said to you, I said, bro, that match with you and Alistair Black, th- that was the most believable match on Raw in the last 10 years. And I said to him, I said, bro, you need, I just hope you understand one thing. You didn't fail the system. The system failed you. Okay, if you did not fail that system and at least, you know what, bro, when when I'm reading about Buddy Murphy, I'm learning a lot because I'm reading this is a guy that pitched a lot of ideas. Okay, bro. And you know what? They don't want that kind of person around. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they they cut him loose. And you know what? I'm telling you right now, Buddy Murphy is going to thrive. This Mm -hmm. guy is going to thrive on the other side of the coin. You got a Rhea Ripley. They've stripped her of all confidence. You could see it in her ring work. You could see it in her promos. So she's got to make the decision: either I am going to be absolutely lost, and I've lost all my confidence, and I've lost my self worth, or I'm going to confront. I'm going to confront them, and I'm just going to say, "Listen, man, give me the opportunity to be me," because quite frankly, you're screwing me up you're screwing my, yep. my head. You're mumble jumbling my head
0: yeah a couple of things come to mind when you're when you say those things one i wonder if she got like a really like intense kind of um <clears throat> kind of uh fiery pep talk when she came up like right before she came to the main roster and right before you know she got the opportunity to become woman's champion like you better make this good you've got this opportunity you, you know you could have done it last year you know you lost it at, uh, at the wrestlemania we'll give you another chance like it just seems like maybe like a pritchard or someone gave her like a really fiery you know uh pep talk and it seems like every single week she kind of thinks about that pep talk and she doesn't want to make the people in the back upset And so it seems like she's that's causing her to continue like really overanalyze everything and because of that it's looking very contrived it's looking very choreographed yes it doesn't doesn't look authentic
1: that's exactly it chris that's exactly it in a nutshell exactly that's exactly what's going on it does not look authentic Mm -hmm. it looks like we're going from a to b to c to d and there's no flow bro yeah
0: yeah 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 she was much much better in, in nxt for some reason I, and, and and that's what. and I was, I was thinking about like why why do i see the change why am i so disconnected from rhea ripley nowadays and that's why it seems like that's the issue it seems like it's so it feels so inauthentic because it seems like she's really trying to
1: like meet the qualifications of the pep talk you know bro it's i'm not there chris i can only uh i could only speculate speculate yeah. okay but i've seen enough pictures of triple h mugging with the nxt talent mm-hmm. so that i i there's a part of me that feels the nxt talent gets babied a little bit oh yeah and bro that's really bad because mm-hmm. when you go to the show, Vince ain't babying you, bro. Bro, it, uh, unless you're making Vince money, he's not even talking to you. So forget the baby. Bro, you ever see pictures of Vince McMahon with Rhea Ripley? <laughs> we, we ever see any of those? No, right. bro. So they're, they're getting babied and pampered. And then all of a sudden, they're going up to the major leagues. And it's like, <laughs> bro, like... I think that has a lot to do with the problem, yeah. bro. Yeah. You know, Chris, there needs to be a a training like see the, the problem is nobody is really explaining to these kids what it's really like when they go up and what Vince is really like, and what the locker room is really like, and what gets you heat and what what you should do. There's nobody educating them on any of that. Mm -hmm. And bro, there's such a disconnect in the WWE between NXT, WWE. I don't know if it's because Stephanie's in the middle between dad and hubby. I don't know what it is that system is flawed bro there's oh, yeah. no question about it bro
0: yeah here's my other thought on that and, and i'm I'm mentioning your input <clears throat> now someone like a rhea ripley who's 24 uh years old right now i believe uh some 24 25 somewhere around there uh she's born 96 october 96 so she's 24 years old all right and <clears throat> super young amazing opportunity at 24 years old right I'm wondering if someone like a 24-year-old Rhea Ripley has this big of a opportunity and the money that comes with it. I wonder if she's allowing the money become kind of suffocating to her as far as her creativity and her ability to be a little bit more vocal of her decisions because if she loses this spot, if she loses this WWE opportunity, it'll be kind of hard for me to see her making this type of money anywhere else at least not on the spot now she can redevelop her brand and and eventually you know start making more money but that's further down the line but i don't see like an on the spot type of money opportunity like this so vince i'm wondering if this if that factor is calling causing her to not be as vocal say for instance If someone becomes kind of like a, you know, has a big raise at a job and they're 24 years old and they work for some type of Fortune 500 or something like that. Right. And so the CEO doesn't really have anything to do with you, doesn't really care about your input, but they're just throwing you money so you can just shut up and do the work. Right. I'm wondering, like, those are the type of people that I see in the corporate world that just kind of walks and clocks in every day miserable but they're still making the money for the family so they just kind of go through the motions what are your thoughts on that vince as far as like the talent
1: we see right now here's my thoughts chris we we gotta we gotta understand one thing first of all this woman is from australia Mm -hmm. she's a long way away from home she's a long way away from family she's only 24 years old Mm -hmm. we we got we got to take that into consideration Mm -hmm. first we also have to look at the circumstances, Chris, because th- this is what I think happened. We we all read and heard about. She made an entrance. Vince didn't like mm-hmm. you, that. That's what happened the first time around at WrestleMania or something, mm-hmm. right? And she got sent back down. Chris, here here's the difference: if you're playing for a major league baseball team and they call you up from AAA, and bro, they, they you, you you play five games and you go two for 20 and you strike out 10 times Mm -hmm. bro here here's the difference the the manager the coach they're not cutting a promo on you right they are telling you listen son we're sending you back down these are the things you need to work on Mm -hmm. that's what they're doing Bro, I guarantee you, she got the promo of her life cut on her with that stupid WrestleMania entrance. She got a promo cut on her. She was demoted. They didn't give her the, you're not ready yet, you need to work on. No, they cut a promo on her and they sent her back down. And I guarantee you, bro, when they called her back up, this is what is still stuck in her mind. I am one screw-up from being released. You can't work that way. Chris, let's go back to that same Major League Baseball player. Can you imagine they call that player back up, and in his mind, if he strikes out one time, they're going to cut him? can you can you imagine that kind of pressure yeah and, and again like you said bro we're talking 24 years old away from home yeah bro that that's how but that's how they work there that that's yeah. what they do bro but you can see it every week though yeah in
0: real you can see it everything psychologically she is burned bro, like she's you, just exhausted it's Bro, so
1: you saw the very same thing in the last segment with the ace of Spades the very same thing when when uh when baszler is sitting on that park bench bro that promo was rehearsed word for word all day long you saw it bro it was so mechanical and like come on man like bro what the ww just broke have create robots Yep. just create road just replace <laughs> right. these human beings with robots that will do and say whatever you want
0: yep no we had eat the, uh beat the clock raw eat the clock raw b-roll raw and now we have robot robins that's the that's the other gimmick robot raw uh, uh alexa bliss cuts a vignette
1: wait a minute i'm not oh, the I'm the, not the, not
0: the viking raiders and the yeah, we're not, styles and almost
1: we're not going by the oh did you did you put deodorant on today Oh, like like Chris, like look, it's a three-year-old writing this show. Like, really, bro? Yeah. Did you didn't put the odor in on today. You stink.
0: Yeah, a forty-four-year-old man. Uh, <laughs> that, by the way, <laughs> come on, man, bro. Uh... Yeah. And, and like this. Uh... AJ Styles like his heel runs have been you know there's some have been okay you know in the in the WWE but it's like this heel run to me is just off to me I don't know if it's just trying to put Omos over so much but it's just I like I liked his heel run with uh with Anderson and in and Gallows that that was cool with the whole John Cena thing beat up John Cena and so and so that was cool but this this almos gimmick, I'm just I'm just not buying it, Vince. I just there's something about it that just seems so I'm still wondering like what is it about Almas that they're saying, you know what? Not only are we going to bring him up to the main roster, we're going to give him the tag team championship and barely have him in the ring.
1: Yeah. Well, Chris, because it all goes back to there was no backstory. Yep there was no the these two th- this guy's uh, the big ninja he's guarding the door at roar on the ground and then he's aj's partner the, yeah. there was never any story <laughs> no <laughs> connection so now yeah. everybody is feeling the same exact way you feel why like why
0: and like, he was aj's heavy he wasn't even his partner and then he went from his heavy to his tag team partner and just in one a matter of a match he he's oh he's he's champ i just i I, look i don't i don't know if anybody i don't see anybody can buy into this uh we get the alexa Bliss vignettes um did anybody need to know why she's on the dark side now like what was the point of this just for to to bring in to keep casual fans or something like we're we're talking about this B row for some reason she had to explain to everybody why she went to the dark side Vince
1: yeah because she we 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 know this entire thing is mishmash from the start yeah and and now now they've got to backtrack and try to make sense yep. out
0: then they try to patch up loose ends man that's what that's what was, so this let, let's make it all make sense. And I'm like, Vince, is there a reason why Bray is not mentioning any of this right now? I noticed that. Like, she kept saying, I went to the dark side, didn't show Bray one time, didn't mention Bray one time. What's going on with that? As far as like, they, Bray is just, you know, kind of, it just seems like he's kind of blacklisted. I don't even, like, if he's going through mental health things, look, I, I'm a psychotherapist. You would, not want to make him feel blacklisted if he's going through mental health thing
1: that's a great point chris that is a great point point. and th- that's to me again bro that is the that is the interesting thing to me if he is going through mental health issues and you know he would allow it let's let's follow him yeah let's see what he's going through let's get inside his head let's let's go to appointments with the psychologist let's bro you know how interesting that stuff would be to me but it's that bro chris that's a great point to like totally ignore the guy now like we've forgotten about you and we've moved on that can't be healthy that's no chris it's
0: it's not and and I'm, i'm
1: thinking in my head like
0: okay so even if he's not affiliated at all and wants to take a break which i'm totally fine you know um I'm totally fine with that, give you get get you some time, seek you some therapy. Of course, I would advocate that because that's what I do for a living. But it's like if I'm if I'm going through some mental health issues and I am at a job like if if I'm going through some mental health issues, I go seek therapy, I take some time off and I see in some some presentations through, you know, some YouTube video of presentations that i had a lot to do with and i'm just not a part of any type of presentation as if i had nothing to do with it that's actually if that's actually going to put me in a deeper state of a a dark place absolutely because now i feel abandoned right and so i'm like okay well from a mental health standpoint if he's i don't know exactly what he's going through but if it is depression isolation and abandonment is two of the biggest uh uh kind of residual effects of depression and if you call someone to feel more isolated and more d- abandoned that's certainly not going to help anything
1: and on top of that he's sitting back watching somebody else play me exactly I mean, alexa bliss wait a minute wait whoa 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 whoa, whoa. wait wait yeah. a minute she was she was riding my coattails now (laughs) she's the star and i'm sitting home right
0: and so i'm sitting home now and you know dr chris featherstone puts this presentation together it's you know it's a very very catchy presentation and then you know tommy jones you know comes comes in i'm i'm he's my protege and all of a sudden he says I want to thank you guys. You know, it took a lot to really make this presentation. Yeah. I, I spent a lot of hours and hard work. And then he shows the presentation, and I don't have anything to do with the presentation. Yeah. I'm like, wait a minute. I was sitting home, but I might need to give my yeah. uh, supervisor a call now. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't, I, don't, I think it's a very, very bad idea to do that. <laughs> Jackson Riker with the haircut comes back uh, with Elias. So, um, he wins by count out. Uh, you know, different look. I think that was a good idea uh to to ditch the hair. But at the same time, um, I mean, you know, I, I, his house is how is this building, Jackson Riker? Uh, w- what is this doing to to make me buy into Jackson Riker? Looks great. I'm in, I'm intrigued to see what they'll do with a baby face, uh, with him as a baby face. I if he is a baby face, but again, it boils down to why aren't we building jackson Riker instead of interrupting elias and winning by count out why can't why can't i just have him beat him well the, here's the
1: problem i have with it too bro bro less than an hour later we see another count out yeah you you, you yeah. couldn't come up with another finish here bro what they could have done is they could have had Riker dominating him, dominating him, dominating him, and out of pure you know, out of pure desperation, you know, uh, either uh, um, Elias, you know, low blows him, you know, kicks him in the groin. I mean, something like that out of total desperation. You know, the, the referee can go to disqualify him. Elias mm. can land the referee and now really mm. get disqualified. But why would you do a countdown that when we know we got to count that later and you could disqualify him and get to the same exact place?
0: Yep. Yeah, exactly. Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley, contract signing. Uh, well, I, I,
1: I got to um, I got to throw this in there now because we're talking about like finishes, mm-hmm. okay? That really make a difference, bro. Did you see during the week some of the people they hired to write SmackDown? <sighs> bro, they hired these two. African-American women who have to be 23, 24 years old. Really? Okay, now, A, I have no problem with uh, African-Americans. B, I have no problem with women. But the level that you and I are talking about this show here, how does somebody like this do this job? What's their background, <sighs> bro? There was really no background. Really? They're, they're, they're they're marking out online about how they're now writing for SmackDown, and uh, uh, immediately my mind goes to this is a Stephanie McMahon hire. Ah, because okay. look, look but, but I'm talking about, bro. I'm 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 thrilled to death that these women got a job. I'm thrilled to death. But are, are are they watching the same show we're watching Chris? <laughs> well like what what are these two young ladies going to do about with what? Where? What? What, you, what kind of an impact are they gonna have on this? What, bro? We're talking about a finish. Do they know a countdown from a a back out from a from a countdown? Uh, wait, 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 what? What are you doing? What are I'm you serious. doing? Yeah, <clears throat> I, I don't yes, get I me. swear to God. The the aspect of my job you would have loved, Chris. This mm-hmm. is what I'm, I'm looking at these two. 23, 24-year-old women, and I'm like, Chris, the aspect of my job you would have loved is half of my job, Chris, was I had to be a psychologist. Mm -hmm. I had to know the mind of every talent I worked with and how they were gonna react to what I wrote. And Mm -hmm. I would go in bro knowing how they were gonna react, what they weren't gonna like, what I was gonna have to sell, what I was gonna have to explain. Because at the end of the day, I wanted them to do what what I wrote. Mm -hmm. So bro, there was so much psychology involved in getting the talent to do what you put on the paper. Mm-hmm. and I'm looking at these two young girls and I'm like do they have I don't know Chris I just I don't I don't know and then people are gonna say they're not preparing to sell really mm. and what are they doing bro what are they doing yeah very interesting. It, Chris. it yeah. would be like it would be like hiring Vince Russo to write a musical Mm. that's that's what it would be like I'm totally out of my element I gotta write the songs I gotta put I gotta orchestrate the pieces real like I I mean God, bro like I you know I had instances you you know where I thought Bill Goldberg was going to rip my freaking neck off Mm -hmm. how do how do women like this deal like what
0: yeah (laughs) Just I I look, uh, here's my thing. If 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 you're qualified for the job, regardless of your, you know, uh, uh, ethnicity, regardless of your gender, you're hired. Right. But it's like at the end of the day, you know, if it look, if that 20 if those 23 or 24 year old, you know, black women are, are they are if they're qualified for a job, if they have generations beyond them of tape that they've been looking at for the past you know five six years do it but let me tell
1: you something they're not going to be qualified simply on their age alone chris people need to understand when i was in that spot bro bro i was in my early to mid 30s Mm I wasn't a 20 something year old kid out of school. I, I had worked for CBS publishing. I had owned my own business. I was in my thirties, bro. I think, I think during the attitude era, I was like 34 or something. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't a kid like, so right off the bat, bro, at 34 years old, as a man, you're not going to intimidate me. I'm not a 22 23 year old kid this is my first job out of school I'm, I'm a grown man I'm married I have kids you're not going to imitate me so you know again bro it's not the ethnicity it's not the sex but the age bro so do you think that they're being used as like
0: a proverbial like yes woman yes man type of type of deal like you just have you can't you can't you're not gonna they're not gonna speak up they're not gonna say anything to try to You know try to challenge you know events they're just going to boom 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 do the job coming in as kind of interns type of type of field let me
1: tell you something whether you are a male whether you are a female whether you are black whether you are white if you walk into that locker room at 23 24 25 years old they are going to intimidate the shit out of you. Oh, I'm sorry, Chris. They're going to intimidate the crap out of you from day 1. Mm. And from day 1, you know where your place is. Ah. It's it's the that's why I'm saying, bro, Ed Ferrara was my a we were men. We weren't kid. I would have never have been able to survive as a kid mm. in the wrestling business, bro.
0: Makes sense. Makes sense um yeah I'm glad I'm glad we clarified that so we don't get any hate mail
1: no and, I mean I, I'm making that, guess I'm what making clear it's I'm black yeah no, yeah, <laughs> no we're it, friends in it's, it's, an, it's an, this is an age thing bro yeah, it's yeah. an age thing you are dealing with the greatest workers bro can you imagine this 23 24 year old black white male female you gotta go up to Randy Orton and tell him what he's doing tonight uh, You know, you know, just on your age alone, alone, the guy's gonna bust your canonias. Yeah, you know, it's the environment, bro. It's the nature of the beast. You've got to find the right people that can fit into that environment.
0: Yep, agreed. Uh, next we have, uh, oh goodness, Drew and Drew and Lashley, um, contract signing. I, and I keep saying this big drew fan we actually texted back and forth yet last night it was his birthday and uh, man I just I, I'm sorry man I just I, I just I'm, it's, it's hard to say because I'm such a big Drew McIntyre guy but I, I just can't I just can't do what they're doing with with drew I just I just can't and it's not a drew thing it's not I, again it's not a Drew thing. It's I just can't I can't grasp what they're doing with Drew right now.
1: Chris, what did I just say. I just said we hired a few 20-something year old writers. Forget mm-hmm. about color age. 20-something year old. Mm-hmm. Let, let, let's look at this combined now, shall we? Mm-hmm. We've got the Orton riddle, the lock in the cleat, key, which I cannot believe Orton is being a part of. Unless Orton thinks this is like the biggest rib and he's laughing at everybody, the fact that Orton's taking a fake key out of his pocket. Okay, so bro, we go from that to fake key that you do like when 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 you're when you're three years old and you're throwing a temper tantrum and your mother tells you to shut up, Chris, Mm -hmm. shut up, little Doctor Chris. She does that. Okay, we go from that to the deodorant scene. Yeah, you guys think you okay? Okay, bro, we go from the deodorant scene scene to. Cutting the table in half with the sword, the sword. Yes. Okay, bro. And we go from that to the, 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 the house of horrors at the end of the show. (laughs) <laughs> oh, when, when, when I look at all these things combined, I am saying, okay, bro, yeah, th- this is the mind of a 23, 24, uh, years old. But here's the problem, Chris. When we look at all the four things I just mentioned to you, say for arguments, sake, Chris, they are trying to get a younger audience. Let's just say that. So we're going to hire all these young writers We're all their ideas. We're going to try to hire a young, uh, we want a younger audience all that, all of those four things that i just mentioned they want a younger audience right chris are any of those things cool were any of those not for adults cool? <laughs> they, they were silly they were childlike. Yeah. they were
0: not cool <laughs> <laughs> and it is definitely not riveting enough to bring somebody back the next week you know what i mean it's uh, that's not going to happen you know it's oh wow so the so the big stud you know the big six seven stud what's his name drew oh okay so he's he carries swords around yeah oh wow so he so he has a sword like braveheart and he whoa he chopped the whole table down oh i gotta see this next week i gotta see this
1: unfortunately Braveheart was decapitating men right (laughs) exactly not not tables bro like but but that's what i'm saying when you add all these things up it's like okay bro like yeah
0: it doesn't make any sense nikki cross has a uh backstage interview uh then we get Ricochet uh versus humberto carrillo and here's your here's your other double count out that you mentioned you know it's a number one i I don't think i've ever seen anything like this because it's typically the the person who has the title interrupts the match and it becomes a triple threat but i've I've never seen like we've we've officially reached an all-time low Well, we have a number one contenders match and neither of them become the number one contender because we have a double count out like it's like it's just we've reached an all-time low of like you know what let's try to revive the united states championship division by having the number one contenders not be number one contenders
1: what 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 you got vince are you kidding me chris this sets up the 20-minute match for next week where there must be a winner. Oh, that, yeah. That's all this is. They could have the same exact match next week, but there must be a winner next week. I, I got
0: I got I got another one for you. I got I got, okay. got another one for you. Okay. All right. <clears throat> next week. Seamus interferes. Okay. And then the week after no interference or Seamus got 90 days off without pay
1: yeah, exactly yes yeah. that's it yeah, yeah. That, that's yeah. that's doing the rotation he keep the title though he can keep the title that's, but just 90 it. days without pay yeah. yeah that's doing
0: the rotation yes. yeah absolutely um, then we get the new day interrupted by MVP <clears throat> Well, Kofi gets interrupted by MVP he gives him some type of uh, gut check I guess Man, it's so, so, what is wrong out? Yeah. Oh, like, come on, man! Does this lead to Kofi turning on Nick Xavier and joining the Hurt business?
1: Well, he's, he's got to hire somebody. He's still walking around with the HB pendant. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> right. We got to get some people in there, bro. Come oh, on,
0: man! I, if I was if I was Kofi, I wouldn't have anything to do with this offer because uh, look at Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin uh this week shelton benjamin was that's a great was, point was not there and cedric lost to jeff hardy
1: that's a great he, point probably his first
0: that was probably jeff hardy's first win the yeah. whole year when we it's get to that probably, we'll yeah. figure it this out. this
1: could be your future with the hurt
0: yes business. exactly this is what this is what the future of the hurt business <laughs> looks like all right it's that time man it's it's that time uh we're gonna have uh it's our favorite part of the show man it's 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 our favorite. Bro, part let me of the let world.
1: me say this first of all. First of all, you've got this is a three hour show. You've got about two hours of packages, and we've cut Eva Marie's from one to from two to one. From
0: two to one. Well, why,
1: bro? He, I gotta say something about Eva Marie, bro. These people got a freaking layoff, Eva yeah, Marie. Chris, let me let me explain something to you F- from my point of view. Bro, Eva Marie is a When I look at Eve Marie, this is a stunning, beautiful, unique looking woman. Mm -hmm. Chris, I am telling you, that's not the draw for me. Mm -hmm. The draw for me, bro, is when I'm looking at these vignettes and I'm looking at how hard this woman works. I I am the kind of guy, I don't care what you do for a living when you instill this kind of work ethic bro i have all the respect in the world for you yeah. when, when when bro people don't understand when you're a wrestler and you know you're on the road and you got to find that gym and you got to find the right place to eat and you're working every night and your body is killing you and you don't want to take painkillers because of the threat of they have no idea of the discipline that is involved when i look at these vignettes of her and and the training and you know everything she is doing to be the ultimate professional athlete and bro people dogging her and cutting promos on her that's the reason why they're doing it because they could never do that they can never put that effort and, and that ethic into anything, yeah. okay? I, me, I, I, can't, I, I can't do it either. But the difference between me and these haters are I'm not going to hate somebody that can do it. I am going to respect the crap out of them because I know what it takes. Yeah. And i mean i just read all these comments all day long how can you dog somebody that works that hard and typically the people who
0: plays you know the armchair you know uh quarterbacks um you know their their shape isn't as near as good as as even marie's is and and the and and again i i, I agree with you vince because anyone can have a good shape uh, if they put you know the the hard work into it but i i I appreciate the the work ethic and the intensity of the training that goes to show how dedicated and disciplined she is as a person i mean i've been a certified personal trainer for over a decade now and it takes a lot of discipline to work out i mean there's i i I kid you not vince my my schedule is packed from uh, for 12 hours actually more like 16 hours 17 hours a day packed from from start to finish and i kid you not i work out five to six days a week and i would say at least three or four of them i don't feel like doing it (laughs) because i'm so tired i'm so tired It's, it's so it's so easy for you for for me especially i'm i'm exhausted i i you know i see five to seven clients a day Today I had six, and you're I, I, as a therapist, you're dealing with like deep, 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 oh, deep yeah. issues. Yes, and for, that
1: that mental fatigue is oh worse, yeah, is worse than physical 100%, fatigue. Bro.
0: Yeah, one hundred percent. And I am drained when five o'clock happens when it comes drained and I go f- straight from the gym. I mean, I go straight from my work, go straight to the gym because I just, I just do it. I, I, I don't really think about it. I right. just go because if I'm thinking think about it. You won't do it. Cause if I think about it, I, it would, it would really tempt me to not yeah, do it. Of course. So I just go, right. you know? Right. Yeah. know, yep. and, and, and it just, and, and the discipline that, that incorporates that I understand with Eva Marie, and i appreciate her doing that you know I, I i gotta give her kudos so so whatever whatever the issue is with how people think she is in the ring we'll see you know she has been gone you know it's been a while since she has been in the ring you know i'm more optimistic of of what she has to offer based on the vignettes we'll see how that goes but if anything people should give her kudos right. for her work ethic you yeah. know as, as a as a as, as as someone who trains hard myself, I understand how much it takes to to stay stay committed stay disciplined to that. So kudos yep. to Eva Marie for yep. that. We kind of went backwards on our uh, on what we were supposed to do, but we're still going to do it because it's our favorite part of the night. So here we go. So Eva Marie, we know that uh, you have become BFFs with. Dr. Chris Featherstone and Vince yes. Russo not only do you follow both of us on Twitter now. Yes, but you also put us over today Yes, and you said uh, quote as a matter of fact I'm gonna bring up the tweet of Eva Marie uh, yeah. putting us over today and I I got a I got an alert uh, today uh, Of a tweet that was sent by Eva Marie and I'm actually going to read it out loud I'm gonna show it. Matter of fact, matter of fact, I'm gonna show it and I'm gonna show it uh as soon as I find it here. I want her I'm on her page now and I'm gonna pull it up because clearly Legion of Raw is the place to be when it comes to Eva Marie. There's so many retweets as you have because uh, people are so much on the evolution train. And so I have to keep uh <laughs> scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. Uh here we go. Here we go. You ready, Vince? Yes. All right. Here we go. So once again, Eve Marie puts us over and she says this, Vince. Okay. She says, Um, I got you both. Uh matter of fact, let me uh take this out of here. Uh let me bring this, bring this up. And share the screen here in a minute. Um, oh Oh, let me get let me share the screen real quick. All right, here we go. All right, she says this fence. She says, I got you both. I know it's a two-man show, which is done masterfully, Mm, mm. if I do say so myself hope you boys enjoy the evolution tonight hashtag wwe raw hashtag all everything so you know what <clears throat> forget the haters i'm going to continue to put eva marie over because this is what she does to the power the power partnership of dr chris and vince russo so for that i'm going to continue to put Eva marie over
1: well you know it would be so awesome but you know like uh I I, I don't know what the problem is with the WWE I guess these two 23 years 23 year olds have no idea who Vince (laughs) Russo is so he would never get hired I would love to do something like bro like because everything we talk about on this show I would love to do something where like could you imagine if on the show I represented uh, Eva Marie and I just went to them nah she ain't, do, she ain't doing this. She ain't, <laughs> ain't doing this. She ain't saying this. This is what she's doing, and this is what she's saying, or else we'll leave it. Like, yeah. that that's what they need. That, they, they need something like that, though. Of yeah, course, hold on. In the, what do they call it? In, in memorial? In memoriam? What do they call in it? Memoriam, yes. Give me another uh, drum roll.
0: Yes, 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 absolutely. In memoriam. Uh, let me One give more. you another drum bro One more. Yeah. <clears throat> Here we go. Are you ready?
1: Yes, scan Okay, memoriam, Chris. Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: okay, I got you.
1: Wrong way. Other way. Oh, oh, other, way, oh other way, other way,
0: other way. Ah, oh, there we go. Oh yeah. <laughs> Look, I got I see. I was ready for them to come on the show too. Well too the gun show
1: <laughs> bro where where were our bouncies today the bounties, man. about we got mantar and ali and not right. the bouncies bro are you kidding me come on man Where the bouncies
0: i was like i got my i got my gun show uh shirt ready to rock i'm like you know what man i'm ready to see the bouncies and as soon as we start to put the bouncies over
1: yeah, exactly.
0: They take them off the show. Exactly, the bouncies. Oh boy, come on! They take the bouncies <laughs> off the show. But we're going to continue to put uh, the bouncies over because yes. um, that's that's all they got. Oh, uh, clearly, WWE didn't put them over because they're off the <laughs> off the television oh. this week. Yeah. So we're going to put them over though, in in memoriam. One more for the team for the bouncies. There we go. Yes. There we go. Yeah. Uh next we have um Jeff <laughs> Jeff Hardy defeating Cedric Alexander. I actually skipped through a lot of this because I just didn't want to hear Cedric talk. And then I
1: bro, we ain't gonna be getting even more retweets from Cedric Alexander. No,
0: no, no, we're, no, we're yeah. not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then <laughs> I fast forwarded and as soon as i get to the end i'm here
2: come on jeffrey come on jeffrey i'm like oh, I, missed
0: it. <laughs> I missed it and so uh he loses to, to jeff hardy who barely has barely won a match all year but for some reason uh <laughs> he couldn't even get past jeff hardy at this point point. and so i have no idea what they're going to do with jeff hardy uh with cedric alexander hardy comes from nowhere
1: oh, uh, unless they sad. do what we talked about remember bro like uh cedric uh uh i mean the other guy um so benjamin <coughs> oh that would be a great that would be great on his swing yeah maybe no, that'd
0: thought? be absolutely great okay so vince russo uh jeff hardy um the last the last match that jeff hardy won vince you ready for this yeah February first, two thousand twenty-one. Him and Carlito beat Elias and Jackson Wire.
1: God, I wonder what was the last singles match though. You know?
0: I, yep, I was just about to get there. <clears throat> January eighteenth, he beat Jackson Wire by DQ.
1: Five, wow, I wonder when's the last time won by a Jan-
0: <laughs> By a pin, yeah. <clears throat> he beat Elias. He pinned Elias on January wow the eleventh jeff hardy's last month was five months ago five months ago yeah and before that let's 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 keep going before that his last pinfall victory that was five months ago before that his last pinfall singles victory was the symphony of destruction match uh, a couple months before that in november so that was during his uh Oh wow, he lost to Ricochet
1: on Main Event on November
0: 23rd. <laughs> on an episode of Main Event, he lo- loses oh,
1: to, they had to get a, they had to get Ricochet ready for the program with Gorillo, <laughs> bro. Come on, man.
0: Oh my goodness, man. Yeah. So this is what Jeff Hardy's been relegated to these days. And they bring in him to still beat Judge Alexander. I mean, that's as 50-50 as you can get, my man. So uh Asuka and Nikki Cross uh defeating Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair they're still playing on this uh Nikki Cross gimmick where she's beating all of <clears throat> beating both of them in different variations uh yeah i mean i really don't <laughs> really
1: got nothing here man you know that's the thing chris because like you're looking at this seriously now and i like charlotte bro um but you're looking at all this and like Honestly, when Charlotte wrestles, re like, who do I? Why do I care who wins? Yeah. See, like, give me one reason why I care if either one of these people win. What? Like, why do I care? I don't care. Who cares? Yeah. I mean, it's 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 you got to root.
0: You got to if you're making this type of e- episodic television if you're making like a a story telling television show all right where you have super hero characters you've got to give me a reason to root for somebody you have not given me a reason to root for either rhea ripley or charlotte flair so who's getting over here i don't i don't understand who's getting over now if charlotte was a really strong baby face, and rhea dethrones the legendary charlotte that would somewhat put rhea ripley over if rhea was like a book as a very strong baby face charlotte comes up she's getting real heelish now if rhea beat her she's over as a baby face but if they're both heels i mean there's there's yeah. nothing to buy into I don't uh, your favorite bats of the night, uh, Vince Mansour defeats Drew Gulak. Uh, somehow they thought that this was worth television time and not uh-huh. on many Ven or some other dark match, <laughs> but but they take this, they take another Eva Marie promo away from, from exactly. uh, instead exactly. of this, Vince. Yeah. yeah, and
1: another possible uh tweet, too. From yeah, another possible tweet, yeah.
0: Kofi Kingston, defeats Riddle, uh, perhaps some dis- dissension in the makings when it comes to this. Uh, Randy Orton uh, was uh, edging him on, and he started to get a little showboaty, and then, you know, there you go. I mean, what is does this lead to, Vince? Dissension in
1: the rankings. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, bro, uh, who knows, bro? <laughs> I have no idea, bro. I have no idea. <clears throat> another thing i don't know i have
0: no idea about vince where's yeah. gender where's gender vince
1: oh my yeah what what did he what did he do now bro where's like gender. what did he do now we're shanky and cranky we're shanky and cranky bro yeah i don't understand the man lexus
0: playground shannon basler uh closes the show for the night wait hold on
1: before yeah. we go any further bro i gotta ask i, I i'm looking this up now okay because I, Chris, honestly, do you have any idea what the Queen of Spades symbolizes or means?
0: I, I it was something with her MMA career. I, don't, I forgot what it, what it well, was. Well, here's Good.
1: the actual meaning of, here's the actual meaning of what Queen of Spades symbolizes, okay? Mm-hmm. In cartomancy, C-A-R-T-O-M-A-N-C-Y. You know what that is? I do not in cardamancy i guess that's i I guess that's the reading of cards maybe i don't know Mm. the queen of spades is considered to be a sign of intelligence it is represented representative of judgment that is practical logical and intellectual it represents a woman who is creative and makes her plans ahead of time okay How, how would we take any of that out of calling herself there's
0: there's nothing about shannon baser that makes me like that shows that they could have they could use it but no um and so i mean like this really close to show Vince. like i mean you want to like you get to the point where you're getting over you know a shade over a million you know views on the third hour as if this is going to help bump the ratings up that already are embarrassing vince why 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 did this close the show
1: well and it was a double double duty because why did it close the show the way i did listen if if anybody if anybody wants to understand what this should have looked like go watch the movie carrie Okay. Go watch Carrie, bro. Go go, if you want to know what this scene should have been. Go watch Carrie. I, I, Chris, I can't believe. I really can't because I worked there and I worked with a lot of these people. Kevin Dunn. um, I can't believe the Mickey Mouse ness of this whole entire finish of this show. The the amateurish i can't i i can't believe i was watching this and saying (laughs) you used to work for this company like this is the wwe yeah i i can't believe that they produced this at the end
0: yeah it's it, it was just and it's not riveting it doesn't make me want to care to come back next week and I i
1: just i want to know chris i want to know what is vince mcmahon thinking seeing this final scene i i i i really really want to know that i want to know that how much do you think he even
0: cares anymore vince i mean he's you know he's 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 heading he's heading the 80 route all right he's been doing this for you know 40 plus years all right. He's you know, he's got million multi-million billion dollar deals. He's got digital media, he's got partnerships with everybody across the globe. He just sits on a paycheck at this point.
1: I'm gonna ask you a question as a psychologist. Do you ever lose your pride? You can lose your passion. Uh that, that means, are in yeah. pride and passion, though, are two different things, no
0: yes they are but but they can be sequential so essentially you can lose your passion and that can make you feel apathetic towards something so you can grow a sense of apathy because of one just losing your spark unfortunately relationships do this but it's like you know like for instance if if a husband wants to you know keep the pride of his marriage and be that committed person and then unfortunately there's some things go on and you lose your spark and you grow apathetic and so that but sequentially causes you to lose your pride and so you kind of kind of check out and so I think what it seems as if with with this particular situation is that Vincent man could have very could very well be losing his passion in this business and I think that even if he had the pride Like, even if he has pride in the business, I think that it seems like he doesn't have enough passion to really keep that pride, you know, kind of prominent in his life. That's a
1: great point, then, Chris, because I can definitely see him losing the passion That, that I can. Chris, listen. look at who vince mcmahon has worked with over the years yeah look at his roster now how with with who he's worked with and who he's working with now how could he get excited true over true. who he's working with now and if he's not excited working with this roster then yeah bro he is going to lose his passion yeah and you just explained me i mean my god bro when, this is bro they were on the cover of sports illustrated when when you look at the 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 icons and legends that this man worked with yeah. and now you look at
0: yeah exactly where,
1: where's my scooter right
0: right <sighs> lily uh, you know, getting over uh, the, the last segment of the night is a dog getting over. Uh, yeah, I, I agree, Vince. And look, I don't know anything about the selling rumors. I can't confirm or deny anything. All right, I I, I know nothing. But <clears throat> I will say that I would not be surprised if we get an announcement. And don't quote me on this. You know, all the dirt sheets don't don't say Doctor Chris said this. This uh, you know, this isn't an inside scoop i would not be surprised if we see an announcement of vince's selling because there's just no way that i would put my signature on these on these programs every single week as the ceo of the company right there's no way unless i just lost my zeal for it unless i just lost my passion i'm ready to move on and i'm ready to sell it there's just no way that i would put myself and you record.
1: know what chris let's be honest bro um vince mcmahon is so protected um who knows what his mental health is these days true very who, true Who knows I, I mean bro listen i had my, my, I, my i had a mom who passed away from you know dementia mm-hmm. um you know younger than vince Mm-hmm. Uh, who who knows that we, we would never know what Vince is. that would never ever get out yeah yeah so who, who knows bro Very you know true. good point
0: let them know about the brand my man
1: <laughs> yeah guys check out Russo's brand patreon.com forward slash Russo TWC tons and tons and tons of content on there. wrestling shows with many 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 people you know
0: nice <laughs> Russo russosbrand.com patreon.com slash twc and go you know listen if Eva marie can follow us you can too uh where can
1: they follow you on on, uh twitter uh on twitter i am at the capital t vince capital v russo capital r at the vince russo the at the vince russo at the vince russo
0: so Everybody go follow Vince Russo right there. All right. At the Vince Russo. There you go. All right. So, and they'll follow me. All right. At Chris Prolific. All right. Eva Marie follows both of us, and you can too. On that note, he's Vince Russo. I'm Dr. Chris Featherstone. Leeson and Raw.